Hi, hello, and happy holidays. <laughs> Welcome back to Bella's Bookish Banter Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Bella. I'm a teenage girl who loves to read and talk about books. And if you do too, then this is the podcast for you, so please stick around. Boy, am I glad to be back here today to record a new episode. Literally, I've been trying to record an episode for like I don't even know when was the last time i released an episode it was like two weeks ago i think but it was kind of a lame episode it was just a monthly wrap-up i wanted to release or record this episode for a while but it was too soon and honestly by the time i release this it's probably going to be too soon still but i'm still really wanted to record because i'm just in the mood so as you might have been able to tell if you saw the instagram announcement or have seen the title of the episode today's episode is going to be holiday themed I'm really getting to a holiday mood. I th- I feel like it's it's like 36 days left till Christmas, which might be a bit early, but like I feel like it's it's a reasonable amount of time to start celebrating. I've been getting so excited. I've been reading books, watching movies, listening to my favorite Christmas music, drinking hot chocolate, um kind of an unhealthy amount. <laughs> and yeah it's just been it's been so much fun like getting into the spirit my christmas earrings have come out i've definitely started wearing them and so i wanted to record an episode on it life has just been so busy lately november so far has been so bad it was my midterms for school and then i got my first job i'm so excited i'm so excited i got my first job and i'm so so excited to talk about this because I got a job at a bookstore. Are you joking me right now? Like, are you joking me? Um, I got a job at Indigo and I'm so excited because I've wanted to work at Indigo, literally dream job since like for years. And literally, I never thought it was going to happen because my Indigo is never hiring, but they posted a seasonal employees listing. I applied the first time I was rejected, but I didn't really notice that I was rejected. And then I went in person and they said apply online. And so I went and applied twice and then I got called back and I was so excited. It's a little awkward. I'm like the only teenager there. I don't think I'm the only teenager, but I'm the only high schooler besides this one other guy. Um, But I haven't started working officially yet. I did my orientation. I did my learning courses, my safety courses, and I'm going to start working tomorrow, actually. It's Sunday night, 9.55 p.m. I'm recording this episode and hopefully going to get it out tomorrow. If not, it's going to come out Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday because I'm working tomorrow for my first time. But like I said, it's been hectic, which is why I'm recording this at a 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. But I'm starting work tomorrow. Literally, I'm so excited. I want to work at a bookstore during Christmas time. Like, that's a dream come true. It sounds like the plot of a book, a holiday movie set in a bookstore. Like, are you joking me? (laughs) I'm very, very excited. Like, I'm so excited. This is also my first job, and I find it a little hard to believe that I got, like, my dream job on the first, my first job. And it's only seasonal, but I'm gonna try my very best. Hopefully, they'll keep me after the holidays because I would love to stay there. This past week has been so busy. There's been a lot happening. I did, I had a project with my partner in photography class. This was like the most horrible thing. It took up my entire last week. It was the most horrendous project ever. I had fun doing it, but it was just on a time crunch. It was so stressful and I had a breakdown over it. Like I didn't do any other subjects for like a week, which is kind of my bad because I didn't really time manage well, but I didn't have much going on in my other classes. So it was fine. And I think our presentation went well besides the fact that we were late because we were having trouble with exporting it. It was like a video presentation, which I love video and editing. So that was fun. Just so stressful. And I really hope we do really well on that project. Yeah, midterms was scary and stressful, but I've had a lot of time to read lately. And I think majority of that is because I started listening to audiobooks. I am obsessed with audiobooks. 
this episode okay i need i'm gonna need to put a little disclaimer because disclaimer this episode is gonna be all over the place like i i don't have i like didn't put a plan up at all um i have like a list of things i want to discuss i have not outlined this episode i didn't do anything to prepare so i'm just gonna be going off on a tangent and hopefully i don't talk for too long because that's gonna be a pain to edit but yeah i'm excited for what i'm gonna talk about today because we're gonna i'm getting into a christmas spirit i've been drinking hot chocolate like in the mornings like i've been bringing a thermos of hot chocolate to school not very good for my health probably but it's okay I had to stop doing that because it was actually getting to be a bit much. Like I said, Christmas meetings have come out. I've been reading Christmas books. I have, we're just going to talk about everything holidays in this episode. I have holiday books I want to recommend. I have holiday movies I want to talk about. Talk about my holiday TBR. Maybe that'll be inspiration for your TBR. I'm going to talk about my favorite Christmas music and just all things Christmas. And like I said, I don't have a plan for this episode. So I'm just going to be going off on a tangent and talking about whatever pops into my head. So sorry if you don't like disorganized episodes, but... If you like to hear me talk, then this one's for you. So <laughs> let's start with a little update, a reading update. Of course, we always start our episodes off with a reading update. And today, my reading update, I'm going to be talking about the Christmas books I've read lately and recommending some. And then I'm going to go into, I'm going to transition into my recommendations that way. Oh, but also on a reading update, I need one more book before I hit my reading challenge for 2023. I originally set a goal of 75 books and then I was like, I'm not reaching this. So I put it down to 70 and then I put it down to 65. And now I'm at 64 books and I'm about to hit my reading goal, which is so exciting. In other exciting news, it's going to be one month of the podcast soon in December. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to hope. I'm going to try to do something special. We'll see. But yeah, back to my reading update. One of the most recent books I read, which is my first holiday book, and also like one of my more recent audiobooks that I listened to since I started getting into audiobooks, was Talk Santa to Me by Linda Urban. I wanted to read this book for like since last Christmas when I was like really going on a tangent of Christmas books, but my plan was to buy it off Book Outlet along with some other Christmas books this year, but Book Outlet, who used to be my very best friend for book prices, has raised their shipping costs to like almost $10 with like tax and everything, and I'm like, what? It's not even worth it to buy from there anymore because, I don't know, it like, it's too expensive for me. When it used to be like a $5 shipping, and that made me sad. And so I was like, hey, I'm probably not going to buy the books here. And since I only just started my job, I don't have the budget to buy books. So, of course, I went to the library. My friend, she recommended a Christmas book to me, and then I was like, got so excited. And I took out, I think like, I don't know, I put, I went to the library, and I took out so many Christmas books that I just found on Goodreads, and I knew from my TBR from last year that I didn't read. I took out so many. Right now, I have 17 things out of the library. Majority of them are Christmas books. Some of them are like study guides, but majority of them are audiobooks, ebooks, and actual books. And then I have 12 hold requests most of those are also Christmas books. So as you can see, I'm getting into the spirit. And I started with Talk Santa to me because it called out to me. And honestly, I was a little unsure going into this because this is a book with a 3.23 rating on Goodreads, which is low <laughs> to say the least. Um, So I was a little nervous, but like, honestly, the cover is so cute. I thought the premise was cute. It looks so Christmassy. And so I took it out. This book follows Francie, who was born in a stable. Her family owns a holiday 
Holly Shop. It was founded by her beloved grandfather who recently passed away, and Francie's kind of grieving this, but she loves working in the shop, especially because it's something that her grandpa started. But lately, her Aunt Carol has been coming into her work and changing everything and kind of making Francie's life a little miserable. Aunt Carol is sabotaging the store, and Francie decides that she won't let her, and she's gonna fight against her aunt to save the store and make sure the magic that her grandpa created stays. But this winter is about more than preserving the magic of Christmas. Francie is saving up for a car and angling to kiss the cute boy who works with at the tree lot next door. Hopefully, it will be good enough to wipe her fiasco of her first kiss from her memory. As the weather outside gets more and more frightful, can Francie pull off the holiday of her dreams? Can she have it all? Find out in this book. This was so cute. I gave it, honestly, I think I'd probably rate it a three and a half or four stars. It was really short. The audiobook was short. I read it. I listened to the audiobook in like a day. It was the day of my job interview. So that was a stressful day. And this this audiobook really got me through it before and after. And honestly, I think maybe that's why it was a little bit of good luck to me because I ended up getting the job. And I think it was a perfect way to start off the holiday season. It was so cute. I loved Francie. Like, I actually thought she was so funny. And the holiday magic was so cute. The Christmas vibes on point. And it was just like, it was, a, it was about so much. Like, it was not just a romance, but there was like three family friendship so much teen girl angst and i loved it i gave it a five stars on goodreads because i felt bad that it has such a low rating that i don't think it deserves so i gave it a five stars because i wanted to help the book find more people because i think it should find more people i think it's definitely directed to a certain age group it's marked ya but ya needs to like it's it's a very big um age range and so i think a lot of older people might have gone into it expecting something like older and it's a little bit more juvenile but it's short it's cute it's lovely i love it i would definitely recommend it for a christmas read and i would definitely recommend the audiobook if you like audiobooks the next book i actually finished like a day ago this one took me like this was my book of last week i read it both i took it out from the library in the book format ebook format and audiobook format but i ended up returning the ebook because i wasn't going to use it because i got it before i got the book and once i got the book i was like i'm not going to need the ebook so i returned the ebook i've been listening to the audiobook for the last week it was really cute this is the christmas clash by suzanne park um it's about chloe kwan and peter lee whose families are rivals as they own opposite restaurants in the riverwood mall food court Korean food for the Kwans and Chinese food for the Lees. And now it's the holiday season and Chloe's the photographer at the mall Santa Land. And Peter works at the virtual reality North Pole right across from her. And they actively try to avoid each other. But it turns out that the mall is about to be sold to a developer and demolished for condos. And obviously this will not stand. So Peter Lee and Chloe Kwan decide to make a little deal to make sure that the mall does not close. And... You know, they start to get a little closer and they realize that the feud goes far deeper than either of them realize. Maybe is it worth not having a relationship? They're ready to risk it all to save their mall um, and maybe fall in love along the way. This was a really cute book. I thought I love audiobooks because I don't because I like I said, it's been very busy. So when I'm like doing a simple task like the dishes or cleaning my room or getting ready to study or like I'm walking in between classes at school or like waiting to get picked up or something like that and I don't have a book on me or I don't want to pull out my phone. I have my ebook. I can just plug in my headphones and I listen. And so that's what this this book was really helpful for. I always had something to listen to. However, it was not my favorite audiobook. I just like I couldn't get over the voices. I don't <laughs> I didn't like the voice actors they chose for Peter Lee. He was just like really trying hard to sound like a teenage boy 
and he did it but like he just captured the most like annoying teenage boy voice ever and it got on my nerves because i could feel the teenage boy in it and it was just like ew and then for chloe the girl main character she just like did not sound like a teenager she sounded like she was trying to sound like a teenager and it was really juvenile and the audiobook was a little rough to get through sometimes i enjoyed the story more than i did the audiobook and so i read a lot of this on paper too like i prefer to read at night before bed because it helps it helps me sleep better and then it's also like such a perfect time to get reading in so and i thought it was cute i don't know if there was anything special about it i love that the main character chloe is a photographer because i'm like oh my gosh same like not really but like (laughs) but like i could find ways to relate to her and when she would talk about cameras i was like oh my god i know what that means because i'm literally in my photography course right now and i love it i actually love photography and like i did a bit of it before the course but i feel like i'm getting a lot better now with the course and even though i was just complaining about it i like photography and so reading this while doing like my little photography assignments at home i was like oh my gosh twins like (laughs) i thought it was i thought that was a super fun like part of the book um and i loved reading about her and her photography journey and how she like incorporates that into her life i honestly like related to her a lot in the way that she's like she wants to do photography after high school like she wants to make that her life this is a YA book by the way she wants to do photography after high school and make that her life but her parents don't really approve because they just think she's not gonna find a job um and she finds a way to make it happen and I felt like I could resonate with that because I don't know my I actually have great parents who do support me in what I want to do after high school but it's just like her fear of trying to figure out how to make her parents proud and like do something that's gonna turn out well for her and like that will benefit her family and like especially being a younger sibling to like an exceptional older sibling was like so real like I loved it and the romance was okay I thought Peter Lee was so cute like he was such a good love interest but it wasn't like a big part of the story and there was some miscommunication i didn't love but otherwise like it was honestly pretty fun and i did enjoy it and then let's talk about my current reads which are also i started listening to the audiobook of how to excavate a heart by jake maya arlo and it's like a sapphic romance that's like over christmas but like both the characters are jewish so they don't celebrate christmas but it takes place over like the holiday season but i was like 40 percent through the audiobook and they'd already gotten together like the main characters and they'd already it, christmas already passed so like the christmas vibes are like done and i was like not what i was looking for in a book so i kind of dnf'd it because i don't know i'm i don't like when they get together like halfway through the book or not even halfway through the book because then it's like so boring it's like what's gonna happen they're gonna fight and break up because of miscommunication and then yeah so i didn't finish that but i'm currently reading emma by jane austen if you listened to the last episode you know i'm on a jane austen kick love that crazy girl (laughs) i can't talk guys please remember it's it's 10 p.m at night i'm a little i'm a little tired but i really felt like recording an episode this is like gonna be such a rambly episode like i don't know what i'm saying but Yeah, so Emma by Jane Austen. I'm only four chapters in, so it's a lot of introductory stuff right now. Um, and then Emma, of course, like it's a it's like from the 1800s. All of Jane Austen's books are so. Um, classic books tend to take me a little longer to finish because it's like I'm not used to them, right? So I'm not expecting to finish this quick, but I'm really like trying to savor it and enjoy it. Um, and I am enjoying it so far. I really like Jane Austen's writing, 
Emma seems like a really interesting main character right now. My other current read is All I Want for Christmas by Wendy Lagia. Lagia? Lagia? No idea. That rhymes. But I'm listening to this on audiobook and I started it like yesterday. And this is another one with like a, a kind of low rating on Goodreads. So I was a little unsure. But like I'm literally obsessed with it. I'm already in love with the main character. Like she's so cute. And she's like, she works at a bookstore at Christmas time. She loves to volunteer. She loves to bake. I'm like, she's literally me. Like I actually love her. And there's been Taylor Swift references in the book. Um, It's so cute. I'm really enjoying this book so far. I think I'm like two hours into the audiobook and it's like a six hour audiobook. I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't get the actual book copy from the library. So I'm just listening to it and I'm not very fond of the narrator's voice, but I think she's making it work for the character. And honestly, it's so cute. I literally love the love interest. His name is Jacob Marley. He's adorable. Like, he's so cute. But then why is there another, like, kind of love interest? I don't understand why he's there because Jacob Marley's perfect and it feels like this Charlie guy is gonna start some trouble and I'm really annoyed because I think Jacob Marley and Bailey, the main character, are perfect for each other. Like, they're literally so in love. They're so cute. This is definitely very Christmas vibes. The main character loves Christmas, which is always so fun to read about because I love Christmas and a lot of people like Christmas, but this is just so cute and I haven't finished it. I don't know if they're going to get together soon because that might ruin it or if there's going to be a third act breakup or miscommunication. I don't know, but so far, cute, really great vibes, just a fun time. I don't know, I haven't read the book like physically, so I don't know if it's a different experience, but I would recommend the audiobook. It's, it's very cute. And that's it for my current reads. I want to get into some books I recommend for the holiday season because I have a few. I honestly haven't read that many, but I do recommend those ones I just mentioned. I do recommend Talk Santa to Me by Linda Urban. I recommend The Christmas Clash by Suzanne Lee. And I recommend All I Want for Christmas by Wendy Lagia. Um, all for good Christmas reads to add to your TBR. And now I want to recommend some other books. Uh, starting with Recommended for You by Laura Silverman. This is one I read last year, probably in like November, October. It was, and I didn't even know it's a Christmas read because the cover is kind of inconspicuous and it's kind of not a Christmas read, but it takes place around the holidays, except it's not really, it's not really a Christmas book. The two main characters are Jewish, so they don't celebrate Christmas, but it's similar to The Christmas Clash in the way that it takes place um, around the holidays in a mall and it follows Shoshana Greenberg who works at her favorite local bookstore and she loves it like me. Oh my god. Sorry, I just can't get over the fact that I work at a bookstore. That's so cool. Anyways, she works at her favorite local bookstore and with her mom's fighting at home and her beloved car teetering on the brink of death, the store has become a welcome escape. When her boss announces a holiday bonus to the person who sells the most books, Shoshana sees an opportunity to at least fix her car, if none of the other problems. The only person standing in the way? New hire, Jake Kaplan. Jake is a front to everything Shoshana stands for. He doesn't even read, but somehow his sales start to rival hers. Jake may be cute, and he may be an eligible Jewish single. Hard to find in the south of Atlanta. Oh my god, she's from Atlanta? I forgot about that detail. We're literally the same person. Anyways, <clears throat> 
but he's the enemy and Shoshana is ready to take him down. But as the competition intensifies, Jake and Shoshana grew closer and realized they might be more on the same page than the other expect. I don't remember much about this book. I remember it was cute. I gave it a three stars. I didn't expect it to be a Christmas read. I just knew it took place in a bookstore and I was like, sold. Literally, she was living out my dream working in a bookstore, but now I work in a bookstore. Anyways, I thought this was a cute enemies to lovers. The main character was a little immature. I just remember she, <laughs> they were both really cringy at times. Um, and it is definitely on the juvenile side of YA fiction. So if you don't really like, like, juvenile YA, I wouldn't recommend. Because this is definitely that a little bit. But I thought it was pretty cute. And it definitely captures, like, the holiday season at the mall. The next book I want to recommend is a book that's actually a movie and one of my favorite movies ever of all time let it snow by maureen johnson john green and lauren miracle i love the movie let it snow based on this book it is so good cinematographically i don't know if that's a word but just the way it's shot i love i love looking into the way movies are shot and if there's definitely one of my favorites it's let it snow this is such a cute movie and we're going to talk about the movie before we talk about the book though they follow similar premises i honestly the, this is like a rare occasion where i did enjoy the movie more and i think it was more better done than the book another thing is like the book was written in 2010s by john green who i don't love and then i hadn't read the other authors before but now that i have they're like a little interesting to me but to the movie i just i love it 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 was directed by uh, luke snellen who i've looked into hasn't like directed really a lot so i don't know i haven't looked into his other films but i should because this movie was incredible work of art the cast literally perfect let me read you this cast and tell me it isn't like one of the most brilliant casts you ever heard of isabella merced i literally love her so much if you don't know she played dora in the live action movie and i don't know what else she played but she's incredible shamik moore that's right freaking miles morales kiernan shipka who slays in everything she's in mitchell hope joan kuzak jacob Batalon, like I don't know if that's how you say his name, but um, the guy from Spider-Man, like, are you joking? This cast is literally incredible, and I feel like nobody talks about it enough how brilliant this movie is. The soundtrack, Shamik Moore ate that up. He wrote a song for this movie, ate that up. Like, I listened to it on repeat. It's such a good Christmas, like, winter song, and it's so good. The soundtrack, incredible. The vibes, on point, all the time, always amazing ate that up like it's so good oh my god and mason gooding i forgot he was in this movie but he's there for like two seconds he's from scream anyways so good like i literally love this movie i will never stop talking about it and then there's the book um i've been talking about this for a really long time and you don't even know the premise if you've never heard of it let me tell you about what it's about so it takes place in a small town a christmas eve snowstorm hits this town and turns it into a romantic haven the kind you only see in movies so basically we follow like three sets of people and the book tells it in a way that is one story after the other after the other and like they kind of interconnect but they don't really in the book they just kind of all take place in the same town so rekindling in the book i don't remember much but i know there's rekindling friendship um with an old friend a friends to lovers that's like amazing and falling in love with a stranger who's like accidentally in the town 
um and i didn't love the book i think what did i give it let's look on goodreads oh i didn't read it it's just it didn't give what it was supposed to be giving after i read the after i watched the movie john green's part as i could have predicted disappointed me because i don't like john green i really don't <laughs> his story was boring and it was like made the not like other girls joke but i think you could like it like i know a lot of people do if you like definitely if you like john green because that was one of my big issues with it because his long his story was just too long for me as i don't like john green if you like john green and you like like 2010s um young adult which is like a very specific genre if you ask me then you would like this book but i personally didn't and honestly i recommend the movie if you have netflix go watch it it's so underrated like i don't see anyone talk about it and it's the best christmas movie it's not even a christmas movie like it's a winter movie with like so many good winter analogies everything interconnects so well the cast incredible like i can't get over it literally incredible like literally watch this movie i will literally love you if you do because it's, it's so good and i've talked about it for a really long time so i think we're gonna be done with that let it snow by john green maureen johnson lauren miracle very cute um and i there's a movie if you would rather watch the movie which i do recommend then you should the next book slash tv show this is also a tv show on netflix dash and lily's book of dares by rachel Cohn and david levithon i love dash and lily the tv show so much and i'm gonna say it again this is another one where i liked the adaptation more than i liked the actual book like don't come at me <laughs> but i think it's because i watched the adaptation before i read the book and then i found the book thrifting one day and i was like oh my gosh have to read it and i did and it was cute it was just not the same as the move as the show. A lot of events don't take place, but I think they're both very good Christmassy vibes. If you don't know what this series is, basically it follows Dash, who is a pessimistic, hates Christmas kind of guy who lives in New York. And one day he's at his favorite bookstore, The Strand, and he finds a red notebook in between the books. And the red notebook is like has a dare in it. And Dash sets out to take on the dare and figure out who's leaving clues and who is writing to him. And the person writing is Lily, who has left the notebook in the store. And she's waiting for just the right guy to come along and accept its dares. And they start writing to each other in this notebook and go all around New York City trying to try these new things with each other. And they both have a lot of character development because they're learning about each other. But the thing is, they've never met in person, so... Are they really compatible or are they just each other's dream person in their head? Well, you find out in this book and in this show. I've only read the first book. There are three books in this series. David Levithan and Rachel Cohn actually ate that up. I think they are a great team. Um, and I think this book was really cute. I didn't like it as much as the show because the show is just such a comfort show for me and a special place in my heart still both great i haven't read the sequels but i'm sure the sequels are also great i just don't know if they take place around christmas um but it's so cute and you like it's like the new york city vibes the strand bookstore vibes the the two book lovers and then there's like obviously the opposites attract thing it's very cute christmasy new york city if you like that vibe and i definitely recommend and i haven't read too many christmas books so that's gonna be the end of my christmas recommendations but i do have lots of christmas books i have on my tbr for this season i don't know if i made an episode talking about my november tbr i don't think i did but either way it doesn't matter because i'm throwing my november tbr 
out the window because I've only been reading holiday books this season, and I want to talk about some of them here. So starting with a Christina Lauren book, who I've never read a book by Christina Lauren. They're a duo of authors, um, and this is their holiday book. I found this for literally $1 at like this book fair thing, and I was like, okay, slay, because I've never read Christina Lauren, and I bought it last year, and then I never read it, because honestly, the premise doesn't sound like something I'd like. This year, I am really going to give it a try, because it looks Christmassy, and I think I'm going to wait till my Christmas break to read it, so I can really like focus on it, and I own a copy, so maybe I'll annotate it. This book, I think, is like a time travel book. This like girl is like unhappy with her life, and how she is now and she's going back to like this winter cabin let me i'm actually gonna butcher this synopsis because i haven't read the book so we're gonna look it up and i'll read it to you it's the most wonderful time of the year but not for maylin jones she's living with her parents hates her going nowhere job and has just made a romantic error of epic proportions perhaps worst of all this is the last christmas may will ever be at her favorite place in the world the snowy utah cabin where she and her family has spent every holiday since she was born along with two other families mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please, show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech, metal collides, and everything goes black. But when May gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound for Utah, where she begins the same holiday all over again, with one hilarious disaster after another, sending her back to the plane. May must figure out how to break free of the strange loop and finally get her true love under the mistletoe. Jam-packed with yuletide cheer, and we don't need to read that part, but it sounds Christmassy. Yeah, like that, that kind of a, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of time travel, and I'm also not a big fan of adult romance, which I think that's what this is. So, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that, but I do own the book, even though it was only a dollar. I own it, and I'm gonna read it because I spent money on it. Another book I want to read, which hopefully I will buddy read with my bestie Peyton. I literally love her. She is my favorite person ever. We don't know Peyton. I've had her on the pod before, but she does bookstagram and she like does a lot of book content and she's like so cool and so aesthetic and so cute. Um, and if you don't follow her, you should. So go do that like right now. But okay, basically there's our main character, Stella, who owns a Christmas tree farm and she wants to win money to save her farm. And so to do that, she enters an Instagram famous influencer contest to win $100,000 but Stella wants to make her farm seem like a romantic destination for the holidays. So she lied on her application and said she owns Live Up Farms with her boyfriend, only there is no boyfriend. Enter her best friend, Luke Peters, who just stopped by for some hot chocolate and somehow got a farm and serious girlfriend in the process. But fake dating his best friend might be the best Christmas present he's ever received. This has the cutest cover and it looks so cute. And I'm not a big fan of Friends to Lovers but I kind of want to read it because I want to read it because I know Peyton's gonna read it and we wanted to buddy read it and yeah it has a cute cover it looks Christmassy it looks like it's gonna be great vibes I can't lie I'm getting a little tired this episode is 45 minutes long so we might have to split it up I'm gonna talk about one more book on my TBR and then I'll be done so the next book I want to read is Season of Love by Helena Greer when her beloved great-aunt Cass has passed, she leaves Miriam, part owner of Kerrigan's, her ironically Jewish-run family Christmas tree farm. 
when she learns the business is at risk of going under to have any chance at turning things around, she'll need to work with the farm's grumpy manager as long as the attraction sparking between them doesn't set their trees on fire first. Noelle Northwood wants Miriam Blum gone. Even if her ingenious ideas and sensitive soul keep showing Noelle there's more to Cass's niece than meets the eye. But saving Kerrigan's requires trust, love, and risking it all for the chance to make their wildest dreams come true. So this is Sapphic, and it's Christmas, and it has the cutest book cover, and it looks adorable. Um, and I'm very excited to read it. I don't know. It's giving. It's giving. Like, I never- I want to- it's surprising how many Christmas books take place on a Christmas tree farm or involve Christmas tree farms. I don't have a real Christmas tree. Like, we use fake Christmas trees and we always have. But it's also because, like, we live in the suburbs. So, but, like, I don't know anybody who uses a real Christmas tree. But that's probably because I live in the suburbs. I'm going to put a poll. If you use, if you have a real Christmas tree and you cut it down and you make a family excursion out of it or whatever you do, or if you just use a fake Christmas tree, I'm going to put a poll under the episode and you should definitely go vote there and let me know what that is like. And also let me know if you have any book recommendations that you would recommend for the holiday season. Um, I'm going to wrap the episode up here because it's late and this episode is so long and I don't think I'm going to get it out by tomorrow. But it was really fun. I think I spoke really fast and I think I went on a big ramble about a lot of things that did not need to be in this episode but we're gonna find that out when i'm editing and i guess you're gonna find that out while you listen (laughs) thank you so so much for listening i appreciate you so 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 much and i hope you have such a lovely day um if you listen on spotify or apple podcasts please leave the podcast a rating or review it helps it it helps the podcast find more people and definitely share it if you know anyone who likes books or likes to read i would love to have them here if you want to stay updated with the pod you can follow on instagram at bella's bookish banter and that's all for this episode thank you so 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 much for listening um let me know if you're in a holiday mood happy holidays Bye!